Welcome to Behind the Sims. At SaberSim, we're a team of professional gamblers, data scientists, and sports nerds building the best DFS optimizer and sports betting model on the market. This podcast is a behind-the-scenes look at how we do it. Every episode is an unedited recording of our team's actual conversations as we research, analyze, and iterate our way to answering the tough questions in DFS and sports betting. Whether we're answering questions like what's the best way to build your bankroll, analyzing different ways to diversify, or even building new models, we're going to share it all right here and we aren't holding anything back. If you're ready to go deep into what it really takes to win, then this is a podcast for you. In this episode, the second episode in our contest simulation series, Andy, Matt, and Elijah continue the work to improve our contest simulation framework and discuss the ongoing efforts to backtest and optimize our sliders. Our primary goal here is to figure out what the optimal sliders are to use for a given contest, but we also want to research the cost of using sliders that are not the defaults for a particular contest. The end goal of this project is to give better, data-driven recommendations about what settings should be used to build lineups on SaberSim. I hope you enjoy. So I guess before we even talk about the findings, Matt, can you talk a little bit about like there's a few levels that we want to do to improve the framework. One is just have it be like fully scalable in the cloud so that we can just kick off. If we want to evaluate 10 different slates, we can do that at once rather than um, one slate, then the next, then the next. Um, But before that, there's some other steps we want to get in. So can you just kind of catch me up on where that's at right now? Yeah, sure. So uh, where we left off last time was, um, so there are kind of two parts of this. So one was um, refactoring how the contest sim was set up. Initially, essentially, we would go, we would grab a bunch of contests, and then we would like go for each contest, we would like run a bunch of builds, analyze them against the contest and store the results. And then we'd go to the next contest and we'd do the same thing. Uh, but that was obviously very inefficient because we ended up running kind of a bunch of builds like for two contests or multiple contests in the same slate. And so um, we refactored that a little bit to we would we'll pick a slate first and essentially we like and then we kick off all these builds for all these different setting combinations. And then we'll pull in all of the contests that we have for that slate and then analyze those builds that we ran against all of those contests. And so that that's just a more efficient way of, and a more logical way of going through this process. Um, then the other part of it was setting it up so that we could run all this stuff in the cloud, which would allow us to use like a bunch of different uh, machine uh, VMs uh, instances to run like all these different contests or slates at once. So rather than having to just go like one by one and uh, analyze all the contests, we can just kick off like as many contests and or slates at a time as we want. So we could kick off if we wanted like but, 10, but so I guess without 20. without getting into as much of like the what it would do, practically yeah, yeah. speaking, um, the part that you've tackled so far is changing the order of operations to get it a bit more efficient. Um, but then one of the other issues we ran into, it wasn't on the call, but in Slack, um, of just like, okay, all right, let's set up 24 hours worth of these just to run in a row. But there were some timeout issues and just other things where the process kind of yeah. broke. So you've been working on just setting up better logic where if things aren't 
working correctly right, yeah, doesn't yeah. bring it all down. Um, but yeah, so in, where in we're at like now in a is, pretty good spot. Yeah, so I set up some better sort of like just retry logic because you know there'll be you know if we have connection issues, you know Wi-Fi goes out or something like that, we don't want it to just break the whole script. And so we set up some like better retry logic for that so that um, one like network error won't just um, crash the whole sim. Uh, and then what I'm going to do um, later this week or tomorrow probably is uh, set it up so that we're storing the results as it's running. So like after each contest um, or after each build is analyzed in each contest, we'll store the results uh, and make sure that we're saving those as we go along so that like, you know, we're, we don't lose that work if something, there's some weird edge case that fails. So yeah, that that's part of it is that retry logic just to make sure that like we're we're not wasting our time with uh, when there's errors, and then yeah, we actually in terms of the cloud infrastructure we have made good progress mm -hmm. there, and uh, that's just sort of in the I think testing phase. Yuri set up. Oh, um, Yuri's working on it. Yeah, he he opened a pull request earlier awesome. today on that. So I haven't connected with him on. Um, I think I'll connect with him on just like kind of what he set up but yeah i think that should be pretty close to ready and so okay. i think what we'll i'm not sure how we'll sort of split up those like whether it's going to be each each instance um because basically how how we're going to run this is like there's the the variables that go into it are like the slate i guess it's really the contest and the build um that's being analyzed but like each contest is sort of in a slate too and so we could sort of like run say if we had 10 vms we we could run just like a slate on each one and so that what each of those slates would have like are we going with it is it going to be a defined number of vms that aren't necessarily always on but like we don't have We've to we're not managing it as closely or okay do you know if yeah there's much more technical overhead to have it just be on demand uh i, I don't think so because the way that we have it set up for like our sims is that like it'll they'll spin up more instances as we need them and so if like we kick off 15 sims at once like for all the games of tonight's mlb slate like we'll make sure it'll spin up enough instances to run those sims and so we could do the same thing here where it's just auto scales based on how many you know contest sims we want to run and so we could kick off you know one process for every contest and there might be we might How? have hundreds of contests because we have a bunch of different slates and contests for each one and then like the question is whether we want to do a different process for each build for each contest or we want to just say like okay like this this is the list of all the builds that we want to analyze each vm will just go through and analyze all the builds for this contest uh i think it doesn't how long really do you think matter. that would take for to analyze all the builds for one contest. I guess Elijah, like how I know you said that it's, it's not even for like, like an entire slate, but yeah. what Elijah said, I thought right. it'd be like a couple hours for a full slate. So it yeah. depends on the size of the contest. Um, right. Yeah. So like a big contest can like it was maybe thirty minutes, like max, from what I'm seeing. And smaller contests can be like three minutes. Um, so I'd say like, for all the and, builds, yeah, yeah, yeah. For and like, let's just do it for all the builds. Yeah. So I would say I'm doing it for like yeah. I would say eighty percent of all the possible builds or something like that. So like I would say yeah, that that would probably hold. Um, so like, yeah, because like cool. 
we want it to be fast, but if it takes an hour, even that's not that big of a deal yeah, to run right. like a shit ton because of these. We can run a bunch of them at once. Exactly. So yeah, right. we can run all of them at what, like all of the different things that we're testing at once. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I don't care if that test takes an hour, we just don't want it to be yeah. each one takes an hour and there's a hundred to go through. Yeah. Um, so I would say, and, and I think, yeah, having it be faster runs into like, it might not actually be that I mean, it would obviously be faster, but like with these instances are not going to spin up immediately. And like, there's just other billing issues and other things. So I think, yeah, just one contest per VM and it does all of the builds on that VM before shutting down. Um, okay. Yeah. yeah. So I think that, you know, we'll, we'll probably just need to do a little bit more work to make sure that that setup is, um, correct but i think we can certainly by the end of the week probably more like by you know tomorrow or thursday hopefully be able to set that up so that elijah can start just like kicking them off and then um you know have a bunch of stuff to analyze you know end of the week starting next week okay that'll be awesome then um okay yeah because i think that's i had like a mini panic attack when I was like looking in Slack and just seeing kind of Elijah's train of thought on like different buckets for the contest and everything else. And it was like, it was great thinking, but it's just like, it, it kind of got into the issue that, that we had mentioned before, where it's like, when you're waiting for something to finish, you're going to find things to analyze. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, yeah, I think you were, you had some good ideas for how we could create different buckets of contests, but it's like, yeah. I don't know if that's really a great use of time, but yeah. that was all you could spend it on. So I get it. And so I'm glad right. that, yeah, it's all coming together so we can just make sure we get the data so that yeah. Elijah can focus those efforts in a way that uh, has more of a material impact. Sure. Um, and I think, so I guess, yeah, shifting over to Elijah. Um, I know you've got a couple slates. We can at least talk about like some early findings, but sure. before then, were you able to search through to see if we have um, cash, satellites, multipliers. Yeah. I look through, we definitely have those saved. I think it's possible that the, the two slates that I pulled had like really small amounts of them. So I just dropped them for this analysis because they get messed up the sizes in each bucket. But we do save uh, like the, the double up and the, the multipliers and stuff. So we, we have that. And it's, it's pretty easy okay. for me to, to like match that and pull them. Um, Okay. So we definitely have those. Like I just checked the our database and we do. Okay. Awesome. We have the we uh, have like the yeah. entries too, not just the contest information. Uh yeah. No, like they, I'm, I'm okay, like cool. pretty sure like when I did like a join on the data that I was pulling from like your stuff, I was getting like uh like, okay. like, yeah, I was getting stuff. Um, cool. But I just dropped them for this because like the buckets were way too small. So I just treated everything as a GPP for now. Um mm-hmm. just because yeah. Okay. And then were you able to run that analysis to figure one of the things we talked about is just like in the app, when you tell us what contest you're playing and we adjust the sliders accordingly, there's basically like 24 combinations you can pick for GBPs. Yeah. Um, and what we wanted to do is like, okay, like let's just use that as a starting point of buckets. Um, we can see if there's better ones. We can see if some of these just like literally no contest ever fits in it yeah. um, and go from there. Um, but what we wanted is just like see literally how many fall into each bucket and so yeah. what 
Did, were you able to do that, Elijah? Yes. Yeah. So that was like the first thing. That was my first step. My analysis was to see like, okay, how are these buckets actually filling up? Because then I could start to separate them out and start to see how they may behave differently. But obviously, if there's only like one contest and these two slates in a single bucket, then that's not like a you know a true uh, depiction of how we'd expect these to act. So by far, the most popular contest over the two slates was uh, it was twenty max with a hundred to a thousand entrants. Uh, and there was like 13, okay. there was 13 I'm guessing contests. it's because there's like yeah. a, the solo times. shot. There's got to be some, the dime time I thought was bigger, but like maybe it's a thousand or something like that. But yeah, there's going to be like some contests that when they fill, there's small enough stakes where DK is just like, all right, like put another one out and just yeah. like keep doing it. But that's still sense. like yeah. interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So that was definitely, and, and just like for some context, the, I think the two dates that I used for the slates were like middle of May and middle of June. So like those are the two days where like those filled up. Mm -hmm. And they were both happened to be Saturdays randomly. So I don't know if that's like a special MLB contest on DraftKings where uh, that's like a popular thing on Saturdays, but uh, just some context there. So um, that one thing I would make a note on. Yeah. Um, is when we get so this was the other part where it's like we don't want to uh, just talking to viewers now it's like one of the issues with like the running these sims being a manual process is is like Elijah would set up all the parameters kick it off it'd take a few hours then you set up the next one um, but when it's that tedious and slow of a process you're just not going to be able to be comprehensive in your analysis. Yeah. And so you have to then make some trade-offs and saying, okay, well, like how many slates are enough? Like, okay, what days do we want to look at? And to me, there's a practical impact of, of having a scalable framework of just making it easier to run, kick off a bunch, but it also then makes it so that we don't have to make these trade-offs anymore. Obviously, we're not going to do this for like every single day of data that we have because I, I think it's just you're gonna have diminishing returns but Matt, I'm curious your thought like what i would say is at a bare minimum i think we should do every day of the week individually sample and like just randomly pick part of the season for that um and at least twice but maybe three times like i don't know so like you'd have like three mondays three tuesdays um but that's to me just like arbitrary but seems like that should be an, enough to get like a good idea because i mean that would be 21 slates um i think that's kind of a minimum but i guess well, ultimately, at least like, because well, there would be like yeah. the date the early slate and the night slate True. for right you know, baseball yeah i mean i kind of feel like why stop there like one so, set it up on gce like I what's like, like we, it's like what what cost like to get as specific as you can how much will it cost to run each of these i mean the instance it so like elijah said each uh contest like a really big contest could be 30 minutes yeah. right um but like that's going to be the the most with how it, we currently have it set call up it, like call it 10 minutes longest. and we have 80 contests so 800 minutes of contests per yeah sleep. i mean i I can't remember the like pricing for VMs, but like I'm pretty sure it's gonna be pretty insignificant. Um, like I think it'll be worth doing this for longer, given like how much 
the VMs cost. I'm just kind of looking at um, real quick, like what our, you know, baseball uh, VMs are, but they're like, you know, VMs are so cheap these days. It's like seven cents an hour. Um, it's like $50, $50 a month to have it running 24 seven with like our, our MLB sims, um, which is like, you know, super cheap. Like we could do a much more powerful sim that would uh, VM that would get them done faster for still like not that much. Um, so I okay, think so, that it so would call be it, worth, call it, and like that's the cost because like the the data storage isn't anything, and so right. Okay, so it's seven cents an hour. We say that there are eight hundred minutes for a slate. That's in the. I mean, at that point, that's fifty six dollars. Uh no, never mind. I did math really bad. Um, eight hundred divided by sixty times. Okay, never mind then. Yeah, it, it, the math I had said it would be like fifty-six dollars a slate. I was like, all right, we can still do a ton, but like every yeah, all yeah. of them. No, but like, oh, uh oh, yeah. So you dropped out. Okay, else, yeah. I was gonna say yeah. If if it's like a dollar a slate, which yeah. I feel like it is around, then just do as many as you possibly can. Right. Yeah, we might as um, well, and then yeah, you know, then we just like have as a, a ton of data. Um, one thing I did want to, I, I thought of before is like, should we consider doing like multiple builds per, like rather than just doing the one build per like setting set of settings per contest uh, or per slate, should we consider given like that we have an element of randomness um, in the builds, right? Because we're random sampling from the Sims should we consider doing like multiple sets of builds um, to just like decrease the noise that we're getting from like the SIM? Like if you do a set of 500 lineups with SIM variance 10, then that's only like 500 SIMs per game. I almost feel like no, because we're not trying to test our sims exhaustively we're trying to right. test the settings that are actually going to like what's going to be produced and i get that like yes like one user creating it will get certain lineups and other users can get different ones and so mm, i guess on from that perspective it could be worth it to do multiple um, but i guess if we're doing like every slate so many season, different that ones kind of balances it out yeah. a little bit that that i guess yeah that was ultimately what i was thinking too was like if we're doing all of the slates that should um yeah. and then it's like if we have to add granularity well like if you're running cash mode don't do multiple but if you're running at sim precision 10 then do 10 mm -hmm. if you're doing eight then like i just feel like that adds a lot of complexity where yeah it's probably not worth it but if you can think of an easy way to do it i'm not opposed uh i just don't want it to add too much like overhead to it right yeah i mean i think i think we should run all the like a bunch of slates we'll just do one per but i think we should just be mindful of like especially with sim precision if we're getting like oh on one of these big slates like sim precision 10 is like the worst yeah setting and then on another one it's like 
the best you know if like we're getting a really high variance in like just the the kind of relative roi mm -hmm. um of these setting combinations and that would indicate to me that like i mean maybe it could just be like something about what the slates where it's like oh there's just like the ownership is way different and uh or like the you know just the makeup of the slate is different but like i think you know having just that wild variance in the the relative results would would at least lead me to like want to test a bit more and like run more multiple builds and just see like hey if you run like five different builds with the same settings like what's the variance in like the the online? how much time would it take for you to set up something where it's like it is what i said where it's and tell me if this just like is not worth the time but to me it's just like dumb to run five optimizer builds um but if it takes right. you yeah. a ton of time to set it up to like have some steps in in the number of builds it wouldn't be that crazy okay I then I, then yeah well, like do like 10 yeah. for you could almost just make it where like this is not perfect but just like how whatever sim precision the setting is that's how many builds we do yeah i mean that is gonna like that's a lot. Supply, yeah. yeah, that's gonna kind of like increase how much. So like, create something smarter than what uh, I said, but like in that direction. Right. Yeah. 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 I think that would be smart. Um, we do have to think about how we aggregate the results at the end of it, um, because obviously, like, then we, we'll just have like a bigger sample size for those, and like we can't just. Yeah, we, we essentially will probably just like average out the results for like within. Like with the same set, all the builds with the same settings will sort of just like average the results there and use that, I would think. So it shouldn't be. What do you mean? It shouldn't be. Well, if we have like, say we have five different builds with like the same settings um, in order to like analyze like the relative ROI of those versus like one cache settings build, I think we just like take the average like of yeah, the, yeah. The, the metrics for those builds and just compare right it. we're not looking at the cumulative yeah. profit or anything mm -hmm. right right yeah. yeah or like the best because like you could if you just like sorted by like roi you might get like the best build of those five but on average they're yeah. middle of the road so you just want to make sure so that we need to make sure then that it, they're firewalled in the sense that like there shouldn't be any old like you can't mix and match lineups from different builds which i'm assuming is what you mean like Say you have five different builds for a five five ten build. Each one of those should be like its own thing, and you get an average. You get an average. You get an average. You get an average. You get an average, and then you would like average those together. Right. So, like right. in that analysis step, like you know, say we have in the final results, we have the CSV file where we have like one row per build. We're gonna have to convert that into another. Yeah. That's just like each row is like the, the unique settings rather than the unique build and yeah. like so we essentially just yeah average. Okay. but that's that's easy to do after the fact so like as long as we're storing all these results then we can just like mm -hmm. in the analysis step of this kind of aggregate that accordingly okay um yeah then honestly i don't think it's worth digging into um findings because i think it's just noise compared to like what we will have yeah yeah um and so i mean there's still work needs to be done to get this all ready in your mind matt what should elijah 
be working on as he waits for this? Like, should he just wait or are there other things he can do in the meantime? Yeah. So, I mean, we had talked earlier today, like there's kind of the completely separate project that I was going to happen, um, like a data collection project that I was going to have him start working on just uh, what, rather than kind of spinning his I'm, wheels yeah. on this stuff. I think that's fine um, too. Yeah. So that's what I was thinking. Um, outside of that, uh, yeah, I mean, one thing that he, he could do is just look at, I mean, this is, is related, but um, could do some analysis just on like the, um, the contests themselves. But I guess this is similar to what Eric did. So probably wouldn't make sense. But I was just thinking like when you have, you know, if you have those 10 different contests, they're all sort of like identical. I would be curious, like what the variance is and like the, um, the, you know, the unique users entering those contests and like the bank score. I think and we stuff still like just that, run but... into the same issue there where like he can do that for a couple slates, yeah, but won't be able to do the analysis. I guess you could just run. This is like, you, not could, contest, you don't need to run. This is just more like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. It would just be more out of curiosity. I don't know if it would really lend that much. I would just like, have them do the, the, the data collection thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Awesome. All right. Well, I'm excited that I was worried we were going to get on this, and then it was going to be like weeks before the the contest sim stuff would be, no. like the scalable framework would be ready. And so this is awesome news. Um, anything else you guys want to go over? No, I mean, I, I think, you know, if we do this again, you know, Tuesday next week, I think hopefully we'll have results. I think we'll probably be early on in like the analysis part of yeah. that, given like the timeline of where things are. But I think we'll hopefully have some stuff to talk about with just like initial findings if everything goes well. For with sure. Scalability I mean, yeah. and then. I think a framework kind of like, is like ready to accept a huge file whenever it's kind of yeah. there, which like and I, me and Matt just before this went over kind of some of the visuals that, that I was making to guide that analysis. I think yeah. it'll, it'll scale like very well uh, whenever we have like a large amount of data and it'll be less noise. That's kind of what you were saying. Yeah. More like, you know, like honest finding. So yeah. And I, and I will say with, with, I mean, not to look at it too much, but I think the important thing is like, obviously get it, getting all this data, you know, all these sims done. And I think we don't want to do too much of like digging into like the bucketing. I think the bucketing stuff is interesting, but I think we want to get all the data and just like get start yeah. really simple with the analysis of like mm -hmm. just comparing like the average ROI and for median sure. ROI and stuff of like for all these settings. And then we can kind of start to plan out like the next steps and sort of in terms of like the rest of like the more complex analysis. But I do just yeah. want to uh make sure that like let's start simple once you do get to that point of having all that data you know For sure. uh, i mean yeah it's, it's already like pretty complicated because it's pretty high dimensional data even when like like right, data, yeah. there's like a lot of variables so like yeah it's mm -hmm. definitely even to keep it just simple of looking at how do these types of contests perform when these are their settings is like pretty it's like in, it's already in four dimensions um so mm -hmm. definitely i i I agree with keeping it simple moving forward. And what I would say is um, definitely top priority is to get something workable for the scalable infrastructure this week. Um, assuming that's done is to then make sure the sims are kicked off like as soon as we can. And I know that it won't take too long to get it done, but like I just want to make sure that 
come Monday, like there's data for Elijah to work with. And then mm -hmm. I would almost view it as, I think this is in line with what you guys were just saying, but like, don't necessarily try to think of every edge case and try to get the most thorough analysis. Cause I don't, I, like, we don't want the, the call on Tuesday to come around and then you're like, well, I, I'm like halfway done or I'm like three quarters yeah, away done. I don't right. have any findings yet. It's like, there should be findings um, that you're confident in for next week, assuming the data is ready and all of that. So it's like yeah. time box it so that that's doable. And then we can say, okay, like let's find the other areas to dig into a little bit more, but it's like, sure. keep it basic to get something. And then from there we can add to it. Yeah. So cool. I, mean, I definitely have the framework now that like given X many contests, I can, I can pretty much show you where the patterns are of the performance relative to the, th to the three build settings. Like that's like a, Fairly yeah. easy plug-in whenever the data's there. Cool. Um, so, yeah, I'm looking forward to, uh, to getting that done. Awesome. Fair. Well, guys, I appreciate it, cool. and uh, we'll catch up soon. All right, take care. Thanks. Bye.